Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. We have a special guest again today, back for NBA Wednesday. We're joined again once by Luke. Um, we'll just kick it off, man. Well, I guess, you know, we got a lot on the table. We'll run the docket for a bit of minutes since I've done this. I kind of forgot what to do. But uh, we're going to do a little who he played for today to close us out. I'll work backwards, a little better or worse, as always. We're going to talk about our top point guards, top 10 list. Then we're going to do some trade rumors. But first, uh, I'll start with you guys. How are you guys doing? And, um, you know, around the league tonight, who do you got? Oh, man. Luke, how are you doing? You guys are the ones that are in Florida, all right? Like, you're going to have more positive responses. So, it's true. I'll go uh, I see the palm trees in Luke's window. Oh, yeah. I to that. <laughs> well, I don't know about I palms, can't. but hey, you know, it was like 75, 77 yeah, degrees it was, it was today. Nice day today it's pretty hot. I was sweating. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was sweating a little bit, but. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I don't know. It's been a stressful week school-wise, but we're feeling good today. Good, good. Hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I had to, you know, keep moving snow around to get out of my alley because there's, like, literally there was a foot a couple days ago. That's fine. No one cares about how terrible life is in the north. Uh, We we can, you know, talk some basketball. When I moved Um, down here, I think I packed too many hoodies. I think I'm going to have to get rid of them. This is as cold as it's going to get. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. uh, that, that S word, the S word, the snow word. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like hearing that. It kind of gives me the you know heebie-jeebies, whatever you want to call it. But um... funny, funny story, like completely <laughs> off topic. But I remember in elementary school, there was a girl that transferred from Florida and like had lived in Disney her whole life. So the first time she saw snow, she started crying. And like, I hope you guys don't get to that point. But uh, I mean, honestly, no, even man. I, I moved shed here. A tear, from, like... I moved here from North Dakota. I, I'm never gonna. Yeah, we're all Midwesterners at heart, anyway. Yeah, it's jeez, man. This is uh, think you're out of the clear going to spring, and here we get nuked. But uh, no, <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, major nukes, how about the Rui Hachimura trade to uh, Los Angeles Lakers Nation? Uh, is that what how we're we feeling about that? Guys? As a nuke nowadays. I mean, can you tell me a bigger trade that's happened so far? Well, no, I'm just that's more of a complaint <laughs> of the fact that nothing else has happened. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, we're actually eight days away from the trade deadline, and the fact this is still the best move. Uh, honestly, I, I still think the Wizards made a mistake. That's not even my like Lakers still might make a three seed bias. It's uh, no, like they, they had a good player there, they just have a bunch of young guys like Johnny Davis, Corey Kispert. Bunch of guys that just like really aren't developing, kind of. I mean, I'm not gonna say Rui Hachimura was not developing, I, I don't think that's the case. It, it's just I think they expected him to be something he's not. Um, as a catch and shooter, he's been very like efficient. Uh, I believe last year he shot 41% from three, even higher off the catch and shoot. Um, and even this year, I know his shooting percentages are down, probably lack of playing time, but. He's still, for his career, has been like an above 40% catch-and-shoot guy from three, which I think is what any Laker fan would ask for. I mean, that's kind oh, of yeah. the detriment the of this team. Perspective, you're going to see no complaints from me. I just don't understand why you give up a guy you drafted in the top 10 like two or three years ago for three seconds. Yeah, it didn't make a lot Kendrick of sense to me either. Like the compensation like, yeah. was not there. I think the Wizards are just, as a franchise, are completely clueless. Like, I don't, I've never <laughs> seen them. The most direction I've have, you know, seen them have as a franchise was when they had John Wall and Bradley Beal. And, you know, they're, they were good when they were young. You know, the future was bright. 
and now we're in the future and it's not looking too good. So I don't know. I mean, I, I was kind of unsure about the fit at first Rui on the Lakers, but I, I actually kind of like it. Like you were talking about the catch and shoot and just three point percentage, which is exactly what the Lakers need. I don't know. I think he'll be a good fit. He's like, what, six, eight, you know, shooter. He'll, he'll yeah. fit right in. So yeah. I think he's a, you know, good young talent. And uh, I don't know if it'll bring the Lakers to the three seed, but you know, I can hope. <laughs> I mean, they're only a couple games out from like the five. That's how the West has been. But my uh, whole wizards, you know, ideology here is I don't think they get enough flack in terms of like, we love, we love to get infatuated with like John Wall and Brad Beal, you know, days we were growing up, but this team has been around since like the seventies. I understand they were like the bullets at one point. <laughs> But this team has been bad forever. Yeah. Like their notable yeah. like Wizards years has been getting old Jordan and having the Jerry Stackhouse feud and having John Wall and Brad Beal potentially get them to conference finals. That's it. Like they, they don't do anything. Ah else. man, the, they're, the, they're the player, won their a best title in 1978. Well, with Wes Unseld, is that their? That's like their franchise (laughs) cornerstone. The six-seven center, like that. I I gotta give him a little bit of flack. I I guess it's not as bad as the Kings, but uh, I mean, at least the Kings were kind of. You can make the case they got fleeced by the refs, you know, back in like two thousands. I don't think the Wizards have really been. They did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the Wizards, like the Wizards haven't been in, in that opportunity to even make a finals trip. Like no, when John Wall was... got on that podcast, yes. it was like, if we beat the Celtics, we would have beat the Cavs. Give me a break, dude. Like, I'm pretty sure we all can agree. Kyrie, we love John Wall, but Kyrie has been a better point guard and still probably has a better like career than John Wall right By now. By far. By far. And so yeah, we, we I, I don't John see Wall how he thinks he's getting past LeBron and Kyrie, man. That, that Wizards have stunk, but sorry, I didn't mean to go in like that. No, I think I I feel like we don't talk about this enough. Like that Brad Beal contract is horrible. He's getting paid $50 million a year and he's on the decline. I, I love Bradley Beal as well, but this team, they're just, I say modern day Kings. I mean, the Kings have been really bad until this year. Um, I, I think they're just gonna probably take that uh, award from. That's no, my the, uh, the th- my thing. My beef with the Wizards is I feel like they fly under the radar because they're never like bottom of the league horrible, right? They are right now, but that's pretty rare. Yeah. They'll always find a way to like sneak into an eight seed, sneak into a seven seed, and it's like, oh, you know, the future is bright. And you just keep saying that for forty years, and it's no, it's not bright. No, it's and not. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, not at all. it just feels like. They they're the Houston Texans almost of the NBA, where they're just at this point extremely dysfunctional, have no direction, have no future. Uh, poor coaching. They've got Beal on a poor contract. Kuzma's developing well. Pingus Pingus is having a good season, and they're still like not in contention at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they have they st- we still feel like they have no direction. So. Yeah, I agree. They got to ship Bradley Beal, man. They would free up so much cap and maybe actually be able to do anything. Well, <laughs> Any yeah, bottom out. I mean, like at least think, bottom out and get yeah. somebody. Like, well, think about think about the Sixers of like the, the early to mid 2010s where it was like, yeah, they were like trust the, process. the process, like getting like <laughs> five straight first overall picks. Yeah. Just cheesing the lottery. And here they are. They actually hit on one of them. <laughs> 
you know, that's all it was they hit on, but um, yeah. it, it worked, right? They got a superstar finally in Joel and be an MVP candidate. And the wizards are never in that discussion. They're always picking from seven to 14, right? And you're not going to find that many MVPs in that range. That's just the way basketball drafts work. It's not like football. Would they just take like Danny Avija, some random foreign dude? I oh, I forgot about him too. Yeah, they, they have this log jam at just a bunch of random wings that you hope turn out. I mean, yeah, okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. We can we can we can stop giving Wizards flack. They they know that they deserve it. But other than the <laughs> Rui trade, I mean, uh, I've got some stuff brought up here. Apparently, the title of this article is "Half the League Calling About Hawks Bogdan oh, yeah. Bogdanovich." So he seems like a player that I feel like could fit on almost any team. I mean, he's a good he's just a good role player shooter. Um, I don't know if they have him coming off the bench or if he starts sometimes. I I forget, but so I don't know. Random obscure thing starts he started five of like 26 games he's played and he's averaging oh. like 16 on those so i'll yeah. let you kind of continue with your take but like he, he's basically been a starter level player off the bench which yeah. I, I think is uh no good team sorry I, I, yeah no it's i i mean i'm just saying yeah i think any team could really you know i think they could use someone like that um other than that i mean we've got bogdan we got Warriors Kings interested in Thibel. Um, don't really want to see Thibel leave. Um, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> he's a good defender. That's about it. But regardless, we have the chemistry going for the Sixers. So I want them to keep going. And what else we got here? The Knicks looking at Sadiq Bay. I feel like Sadiq Bay is one of the most streaky players of all time. Like he can go out oh, and drop yeah. 50 and then yeah, he'll I was just gonna say, drop 15. A, 50 bomb a couple of years ago. Yeah, he had and then, a fifty bomb against the Bucks. I was there. Yeah. I remember turning to the guy and looking at him. I was like, "When? Who is this?" And yeah. he's like, "That guy's <laughs> never going for fifty again." I'm like, "Yeah, no way!" Like, yeah, I. It was I don't random, know. man. It really was. When I first started my prize picks journey, I had him in a game versus the Warriors, and he hit the game winner, which which hit. So that hey, I, I nice. kind of like hey. Sadiq Bay. So but, now, yeah, now, now you're a fan. You're half to buy a jersey. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I got my Sadiq Bay alternate Pistons jersey on the way. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, but but yeah. Other than that, man, I mean, really not too many, too many, no Woj bombs. You know, not nothing crazy going on. So I guess hopefully, you know, Ruri's not the only person getting shipped. I'd like to see at least Bogdan get shipped somewhere because I mean the Hawks, the Hawks are another team that kind of needs to do something if they have any hopes. But yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think the one. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna bring up OG on a newbie. I know that's been like. I don't think they're the hot. You don't think they're gonna move? You know, I heard the Knicks were offering like three picks, like, and of course they were. It's the like like quick, like yeah. I I guess the asking price is high, but um, I quote unquote saw there was a race between like the Knicks, Pistons, or I just think that the Raptors are are overvaluing him right now but i can see why they're doing it like does that make sense like yeah no they're doing it much incentive to give him up yeah that's that's a fair point i think they just want to move somebody because what they have right now isn't working and i guess personally i don't really know why um i I feel like a lineup of fred van vliet gary trent og Ananubi, you got 
Scotty Barnes and then you got Siakam. I mean, I know Van Fleet's been having like a down year, you know, stat wise, but I think like, that lineup missing. should be over 500. Like it, they may just be missing like a star guy. I think they're missing but, a, a, I don't a think... scoring guard would be my, and it doesn't have to be some consistent. Like, yeah. A consistent. Yeah, consistent. That might be the, yeah. Oh man. He, he just chucks. I mean, I, I feel me personally, I feel like the Raptors, they either got to ship Van Fleet or OG. I, I watched a couple Raptors games played after I put some bets on Van Fleet threes. Cause he shoots 15 of them a game, but right, yeah. I just watch him. And um, I remember I was just watching OG and I feel like he would have such a bigger role on another team. Like they literally just, put him in the corner and he'll just hit corner threes. Like he, he can do so much more than that. And there'll be some games where he'll, you know, kind of play a more like Pascal Siakam type of role, do it all. But right. I feel like he would be a lot just better on another team. And he's capable of it. Yeah, he, he oh, really sure. is. But they use him like Harrison Barnes. Like, I feel like that's, <laughs> yeah. is that speaking fair? Of, like when what speaking you watch, of like Harrison that's... Barnes, I, you talk about prize based journeys. I was, I was having some fun the other night, right? I turn on the Kings and they were playing uh, the Pacers or the, no, they were playing somebody. And it was the night where Harrison Barnes hit like, well, the whole team hit like fifth or like 12 threes in the first quarter. And Harrison Barnes hit like six in the first oh, quarter yeah. of the Kings game and had like 18 points. And I was sitting there like betting against him. And I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. But yeah. uh, they do use him like Harrison Barnes. I think that's a good analogy. Definitely. Yeah, no, it's the Harrison Barnes thing is funny because one of the couple nights ago, like because of that performance, everyone was in. Like people were taking the under on Harrison Barnes, right? But then he did that, so he went on the over, and then he dropped zero. Yeah, like, wasn't what, that, what that happened, was recent. What What happened was is there's that guy he's doing the ten to ten k ten dollars a ten k challenge, um, oh, and there was a bunch of people on the on the thing and. Um, a bunch of people who weren't doing that challenge with him who also were on Harrison Barnes because he had a pretty good line. Um, so he just needed him, Barnes, to score, I think, like 15 points maybe, or maybe it was 10, oh. and he put up a goose egg. And so, yeah, Jeez. Twitter went, gambling Twitter went absolutely nuts. Yeah, put him on the oh, band man. list. We're never betting Harrison Barnes again. Yeah. yeah I, I stay away from him. That, I, yeah, I, I stay away from him forever. He's just not someone – who I'm putting my money with. I'm sorry. <laughs> as simple as that. I'm just not not taking Harrison Barnes. Maybe like five Fair years man. ago, but jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the other offer I've seen, and Christian, you were the first one who pointed this out to me, but I did a little, little research. Uh, there's a little bit of a little bit of smoke behind Jay Crowder to the Bucks. Um, They're last... basically looking for a third team, is what I'm hearing. A third one. I'm hearing a third team. They want to do a three-team trade because our best assets are like couple years down the line firsts, which I don't think we're gonna give up. I heard it was like a couple seconds, and then we have like Jordan Nora and George Hill. Yeah, George. Like like, we don't have a lot of guys. Yeah, it's not a whole lot of guys that bring anything. Um, and it's <laughs> yeah. they definitely aren't going to start or really even be in the rotation for the Suns. Maybe Jordan Wara if you know they get kind of low. I, I think George Hill can still play. We haven't been playing him though. Um, I went to a Bucks game on Sunday, so I obviously am up to date with their current roster situation. Um, and honestly, all three of those guys could use a change of scenery. It, it's just a matter of like, oh, I'm sorry, as the as a Suns fan. 
are any of those names. Like, oh, I'm so glad we traded for this guy. Like, I know Jay Crowder isn't a, you know, amazing oh, he's player. better than all those three guys. Exactly. And the consistency factor, really. I feel like yeah. there may be some bias in, in that final series. It felt like every time he got an open shot, he was hitting it. And so I feel like Bucks, you know, management's like, well, we've seen this guy play well in the playoffs. That's what we need. We don't need young, you know, Jordan Nora chucking in the playoffs. And George Hill really isn't beneficial in the playoffs either. Baca just left the team. I mean, I heard Giannis like cooked him on his own show, but <laughs> yeah, in terms of just like what Ibaka was doing, he, he really wasn't doing a whole lot either. So I'm cool with parting with all those guys. I just think the Suns want something more. Um, I don't blame and I, I, Yeah, I don't I, I think Crowder is worth more. Terrible package. Um, but well, then again, I mean, I guess I thought re whatever his last name is worth more than three second round picks. So what that's a very good point, too. Yeah, actually, I. Where that's a good question for you guys. You think you'd rather have, uh, right now, currently, like we're not looking like just going into this back half of the season playoffs, uh, Rui or Jay Crowder because they they both are forwards around the same height, typical play styles. Crowder's just older and more proven, I guess, but hasn't played this year. So if I'm thoughts the, on that, if I'm the Bucks, Crowder. If I'm any team that's not a top four contender. Hachimura, or however, I don't know. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, I think I would agree with that fully. Also, Christian, I got to ask since you're a Bucks fan, I haven't really been keeping up with this guy, and I don't yeah. think that he would get traded, you know, in in some package for Jay Crowder. But what do you think about uh, Bochamp, the Bucks rookie that they just drafted? Is he playing? Is he getting minutes? Or so initially in the season when Middleton was out, out. Right now we got him on like minutes restriction. He's coming off the bench. Uh, and Pat Connaughton was out for a really good part of the first part of the year. Joe Ingles, um, all those guys were out. So in terms of our forward depth, it, it was pretty bad. Um, w- with all those guys coming back, uh, he only got minutes when I saw him play in garbage time. Yeah. Um, when he was playing, very inconsistent. To be honest, more athletic Nora is kind of my gauge. Um, the talent to score from all three levels is there definitely more athletic. Uh, it's just a matter of the consistency. And you look at the Warriors. They got Wiseman, who's number two pick. Yeah, he's been producing, but it's kind of hard for younger guys to just do that right away, especially on that big of a stage. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's just a short leash, especially in the NBA. The clock is ticking. It's not that I don't think he's going to be a good player. I, I just think uh, he, he's probably our best trade asset going into the deadline. Yeah, which that's um, yeah. why I asked because I I mean he's so new to the Bucks and the Bucks are so you know established right now. I think it, it would be in the Bucks' best interest to keep him because the highlights that I have seen of him is him dunking or running the floor and he looks really good, but I mean right. yeah, I mean he's playing with Giannis, so same basically same position. I mean, I guess you can call him a small forward, but yeah, I don't know. And he can I, shoot. He he he's got some games, like there's a game went five or five and three. That I remember very vividly. It's just a matter of the consistency. And when you bring up playing with Giannis, that's really where we falter in the playoffs is we know Giannis can go and get 40, 50. I saw him score 50 on Sunday. Um, It's a matter of when he kicks it out, are we going to hit our open looks or are we going to go five for 30 and end up losing the game? Um, And I think Crowder would help kind of just steady those numbers. I think Bochan might help for a game or two in a series, but 
I don't think it's a sustainable. Um, I'm with you. I'd like to hold on to him, but I would be shocked if somebody like crazy good comes available and they just are like, nah, you know what? We'll just get rid of our bottom half of the rotation. Um, roll with what we got. I, I like what I see. It's just a matter of those guys like Pat Compton, Joe Ingles, you know, Middleton, especially they got to hit their shots. Um, Cause we know everyone's just going to, try and kill Giannis. I mean, double yeah. team him, triple team him. For sure. That's the only way you can really stop him. But that's my Bucks analysis. I know uh, yeah. I'm biased here. So yeah, let's, uh, well, yeah, we all know you're biased. We've all seen that. So, um, all right. Yeah, so, well, let's yeah. pivot. Uh, top 10 point guards currently. Uh, we'll, we'll each give our list separately. But uh, Luke, go ahead and go first. You're the guest. So, All right. We're going to run this from the bottom 10 to one. Um, <laughs> there's uh, towards the middle of the pack is I think, you know, I think the one and two is, is should be synonymous for all of us. At least I hope, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll get started here. So my number 10 spot, we got CP three, you know, he's old, he's still dishing out assists. He's been on a, you know, oh, he's yeah. actually been on a heater lately, but I'm gonna give him the 10 spot at nine. I got drew holiday. Um, one of the best two-way guys in the league, good score, good defender, just overall good point guard. Um, at eight, I got De'Aaron Fox. He is leading this Kings team to the, uh, three seed, or I believe they're the three seed. Um, he's having a good year as well. I'm pretty sure he's like improved almost everything from last year. So he's doing good. Mm -hmm. Um, at seven, I got Trey Young. Um, I really don't like Trey Young, and I don't think anyone else does either. But he's good. <laughs> he is good. Yeah. Like I'm not well, gonna lie. Well, like he he's good. But got him at the seven. Uh, at six, I got Kyrie Irving. He's with KD out. He's basically the Nets. You know, the, like half of the Nets team. Um, he's putting up like over thirty pretty much say, every still, game. They've still been winning without KD. That's yeah, it's, like, it, crazy. it's crazy. It's crazy. Ben Simmons, too. He's actually been, I mean, he doesn't score, but rebounds, assists, hey, that's a lock. But anyways, um, <laughs> at my five spot, now this, my four and five is where I had the biggest debate with myself. Um, at five, I ended up putting SGA. He's having a great season. Um, I just feel like the guys above him are a lot more established, and i rather have them on my team rather than SGA. He is dropping like, you know, averaging 30 points a game. But at my four spot, another person who's averaging 30 is Damian Lillard. Um, I feel like Damian Lillard is the ultimate sleeper. Everyone always sleeps on him no matter how good he does. And then he'll go out and drop 60. So I got Damian Lillard at the four. Um, at the three, I got John Morant. Um, I mean, depending on the part of the season you're looking at, I mean, this guy plays like he's the, the best guy, but... He's, you know, he's still young. He's going to keep getting better, so I'm excited to see him. Um, at number two, I got Steph, greatest shooter of all time. Don't think I really got to say too much about that. And number one, I got Luka. I mean, he's – I he is S-tier, greatest of the greatest yeah. in the league right now. So, yeah. yeah. I have a very similar list, man. I'm not even going to lie to you. Pretty yeah. similar. Like, I – I, you guys are both in agreement with Dame being that high at three. I think I have at Dame four. at five. Four? I have him at four. 
I think he's clearly top five. Yeah. See my yeah. See my thing was SGA versus Dame. Is I didn't know who I wanted to take, but because SGA is young, yeah, he's having the best season of his career right now. I uh, I gotta see that another season before I consider putting him over. Later. I had that debate with Ja. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. to you. I, I'm shy at four because I, I really wanted to put him at three, but like Ja's team is <laughs> well, gonna up. be the head to head with I Steph. Got a, I got a question then. So if your logic is you need to see more because he's young, and I don't want to get picky with it, but why is Luca over Curry? Because Luca is gonna Luka's finish as like a top thirty. Luca's probably gonna finish. Bubble, yeah. Curry's averaging thirty, and Curry never dropped the. I'm just saying, point I don't. Dub with I don't no have, one, bro. Hey, man, I don't have a problem with Luca being at one. But if we're gonna say, oh, it sounds like you do, bro. You okay, want to put listen, stuff on I'm the trying to start no, 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 no. Listen, this. I'm gonna debunk your. I'm gonna debunk your argument right now. Okay, Luca's gonna finish as a top ten player of all time. So that's just boom done. Just because I mean, he's young, I'm, he's different. He's built different. He's he's him. He's Himothy McGuire. That is Luka Doncic, all right? So, <laughs> yeah, McGuire. SGA SGA is good. Yeah, Why like, McGuire? I don't know. It sounds raw. Anyway, I love it. I love SGA, it. <laughs> regardless if SGA and Luka are both young, Luka is on a tier of his own compared to basically any man. other player. You're, you're yeah. seeing no disagreement. But you, you said, why is well, it because well, he's young? I just was questioning yeah, the logic because yeah. you said that for, you said it for SGA versus – uh, Dame, so I was just questioning. If I was a GM right now, I like with a pretty solid team. I at this point in time, I'm taking Dame over SGA. Now, like I said, if I see SGA go out next year and get even better, then I'm probably gonna have no choice but to take him. But for right now, that's that's my list. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I was just curious. You guys got all up. Yeah, and no, all. I love it. I love the pressure. Oh yeah, I, I, I love it. Like, wondering where you, you, can, I was you cannot your contend angle, Luca being one. Okay, like. The argument is there. Right? Oh, just go, just go to San Fran, wherever the Warriors fans are located. I guarantee you, you'll find. <laughs> oh it. well, Curry's, Curry's one on my list, but I would fully like they're interchangeable in my eyes. Uh, no oh boy. I mean, I I, I could the, see the, it. The reason for Curry it. being one is, is previous accomplishment. If we're playing, if we're going forward, obviously I'm taking Luca. I mean, it's, yeah, this was the top ten current. Yeah, yeah, I think this, Curry is a game breaker. Have... He's a game breaker, unlike anybody we've ever seen. So is Luca. I think they're interchangeable. I, I, I have no problem switching them on the list. I just let's hear your one. list, man. Let's hear your list. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's just all hear right, your list. All right, all right, oh all right. boy. All right, number ten. Uh, I have a tie, so I put Darius Garland, Jalen Brunson. Couldn't make a choice. Oh, um, I forgot about. Couldn't make a choice. Brunson. Who does Brunson I'm... have? He doesn't have Donovan Mitchell. Hey, man. I'm not that big of a Brunson guy, but I felt like I should. Wow, dude, he, I'm gonna be honest. He's going up he like been, twenty. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he has been. Guys been guys talk to me, I'm not that big of a Garland fan I, either. It's the tenth spot, I, guys. Relax. Okay, no, no, no. But yeah, this is good. Like, that was good. Yeah. I, I, I forgot about them. I mean, geez, Brunson, I. I thought that when he got traded to the Knicks, I was like, okay, boom, role player on the Knicks. Like, they're no. still going to be garbage. They're nah, good this now. guy, This guy's coming out and dropping 27 a game. Like, yeah. I, who saw that one coming? Like, I don't Brunson's know. Brunson's my 10. He, he's my for That's sure. Fair, yeah, I, I would give him – I just want to give him the props. But, yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. You, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. No <laughs> my nine uh, – I couldn't leave this guy off the list. It's Halliburton. Uh, I forget – Luke, did you put Halliburton on yours? No, uh, I did not. Yeah, I, I, could, injury, I could leave. But that's fair. I could not leave. That's fair. Uh, eight. This is classic uh, Trey Young slander. I'm putting. I'm putting him behind Derek Fox. I, he's been so. I don't even this year. That, bro. Uh, seven is De'Aaron Fox. He's. 
I mean, I don't think I would have put him anywhere close to this last year. So the fact that he's already up at seven is pretty crazy. Uh, six, oh, you. What? You didn't. What? Did you just troll Drew Holiday? Uh, of course he did. Of course did. he did. Oh, of yeah, course he did. Defense. <laughs> For a guy who preaches defense. Hey, you got hey, it. If we're being fully transparent, I actually completely forgot about you. Oh, he's literally Marcus Smart, like what he thinks he is. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> man. Uh, all right, all right nope, six, six. This was inter- I-, I was really struggling here. I ended up going six as Kyrie, but he's been really good lately. So I wanted to put him at five, but Dame's at five. Um, so it was that that one was my biggest dilemma. Four is Ja. I feel like that that's um, I had the guts to put SJ at three. Like you guys wanted to, I just did it. I feel like SGA's in that MVP conversation. He's at another level. He's carrying a worse team, um, and I just think he's. I just like SGA. I'll just be honest. I you yeah. know I didn't crunch the numbers to debate. I wouldn't be mad, you know, with you guys putting him at four or five. But two is Luca. One is Curry, as we already said. The reason I put Curry above, I figured them they're interchangeable. They're both S tier. Uh, I put Curry above. I think he's the second best point guard of all time. So that's why I just put him above Luca. You know, if we're playing a game, I, I would take either one of them greatly. They're both game breakers. So I have, there's really no, I'm not going to die on that hill if that's going to be your, you know, if you're going to pick, pick, pick apart the list. That's a hill I'm not willing to die. I like the list, man. I like the list. I, I will say too, I forgot about Halberton, Garland, and Brunson. I mean, I, I do, I don't know. I'm not really mad at my list. I think I still have a good one, but uh, Halliburton is the assist leader. So maybe I should have taken Chris Paul's old, old, Oh, I was you were not putting ah, yeah, see, but... you were not seeing me put CG rings on. I'm putting respect on that. That was my only pushback on yeah. I was like, I'm not CP3 is probably top fifteen for me right now. Um but in terms <laughs> of that might be some haters, you know, but like I get like, Oh man, like I bet you 12, I could name like, fifteen better. If I'm being quite honest, I don't know why he made the top ten, but I you know. <laughs> It's it it like obligated, yeah, kind of like yeah. with Steph, right? It's like you feel kind of weird not putting that one, but just like I was looking at today, like current my point guards. Um, I guess I can start top to bottom because that's what we all do, yeah. right? So at number ten, I had Jalen Brunson. I mean, we we brought this up earlier, like he deserves his credit. Um, I think, I mean, if you can go to the Knicks and be good, a team that's been cursed for years, I think he's plug and play for a lot of areas, and even like. I do love Hallie. I love the Pacers, what they got going on. I think Brunson's just been healthy all year. That was really like the like deciding factor, I guess, because it was close for me. I was like, I don't really know who to put here. They both kind of like, I guess the Knicks win more, but I think Julius Randle's better than anything Halliburton has. Um, so I'll give I mean, Brunson that. Was, but like, how I, many weeks ago was it? What we were saying is Halliburton a legitimate MVP candidate? And I know he got hurt, but like, I mean, yeah, if, yeah. he had better yeah, stats than Nash. Was, I understand it was different eras, but he was kind of just getting carried by his his assists, though. I mean, I I feel like I don't know, Jalen Brunson. No, he I, does. Yeah, that, hey, that's like he does. Why he didn't make my list is not only is he injured right now, and I that's kind of why he slipped my mind. But like, I'm sure he would still be going crazy this year. I mean. I don't see. What I, I agree. Change, but... I, I think Hal Burton is definitely a far better playmaker, but in terms of like a guy that can shoulder the load, I, I mean, oh, Jalen yeah, Brunson's sure. he, he's definitely a do it all. And for a guy that's like not very tall, like he's just like what it could have been. And I mean, Brunson's definitely got a couple more inches, but um, at, at number nine, I have De'Aaron Fox and 
as low as that sounds in the same breath like he's made some strides he's definitely you know picking up a king's team but they got kevin herter who's been like uh, that's really been the king's biggest problem is they have had no space in oh they got harrison barnes man what are we talking well yeah and you got harris that's been their spacing like that's kind of the problem uh and sabonis has been really good too so i'm not going to take it away from you know what fox has been doing this year but i'll put him at nine because i think guys above him are just better players and then at eight is where i put drew holiday who i mean is definitely way better defender uh, in terms of accomplishments i mean the guy won a ring two years ago uh, I and I can't even make a case. I'd rather look have at you, man, box. bringing up accolades and oh, defense. Yeah. Oh, what a world! Well, I gotta bring it what up because world, if I just bring up his like world. basic number, all right, you want to hear? like he averages like twenty five oh, and man. seven on fifty percent efficiency. Like it's very good. It's yeah. not like elite, hey, he slipped but... my mind. He slipped my mind. I, I no, mean. and that's fair. I I get it. But in terms of what he's done for the Bucks this year, especially stepped up, you know, in games when everybody's out, he'll go for thirty five. Um, he, he's very capable scorer and defender, so that holds a lot of uh, merit in my heart. Not just for the uh, Milwaukee jersey on him, but at number seven, uh, Trey Young, and that's really as hard as really as high as I could put him. I, I kind of wanted to try and leave him off the list, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because like just his scoring is so elite, and I understand his numbers have been down. But when you look at the turmoil between Nate McMillan might retire during the season, some of his teammates don't like him. I'm not saying he's starting any of that, but clearly basketball isn't the priority. And when it was, the Hawks were in the Eastern Conference Finals, and he was playing very well. Didn't he just, like, skip um, a team flight? You just, like, call Yeah, and then he just flew back on his own. It's <laughs> like, all right, that's, like, cool, you could do that, but, like, that's not cool you did that, man. Like, Are you talking about on. Trey Young or the coach? Yeah, no, oh, it's, it's happened, like, like oh, one geez. or two, maybe a couple times where, like, he just kind of dips out. There's been a lot of, like, stuff going on in that Hawks locker room. Um, yeah, to he, me, he's kind of like the Kyler Murray of the NBA. That's a really uh, good analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy, but... Like, it's uber-talented. You know what they can do at their peak. But, like, lately, it's like, geez, man. It's really hard to feel reasons to, like, root for them. Yeah. Uh, number six, I had Kyrie. I feel like that was pretty uh, universal for us. Five, I had Dane. This is where, uh, you know, four and three. Uh, I kept shy at four for the fact that you can say he's carrying the team. Yes, but I don't believe the Thunder even have a winning record right now. And Ja really started that last year, maybe a year before, carrying his team. Um, and even, like, stat-wise, Ja goes right with him. Ja's averaging, like, 27-28. Tushai's 31, I believe. Uh, ja has more boards and assists. Um, so in terms of, like, numbers, Ja's right there on a better team in terms of, like, winning percentages. It's not like the roster is crazy to go with the Grizzlies. It's just, like, some shooters, Dylan Brooks being annoying, and Steven Adams. The chemistry um, is there, man. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and that's, you know, leadership and stuff like yeah. that. So I'll put Ja there just because I love Shy, but they got to win more. Oh, um, and the Luka I definitely Steph's... got that prize picks SGA bias. So no, and he's very good. That's like, I had to keep him up there, but like, I'm not going to, you know, 
just uh, the Grizzlies, as much as they're kind of annoying, they're good, and Ja is very good. I, yeah, but, I did uh, not have that bias, Caleb. I just got to <laughs> say that, but we, we talked about that earlier. But I just want to anyway. also clarify, we are not sponsored by Price Picks in any way, shape, or form. So uh, we should Picks, be. if you're listening, yeah, we should be. Uh, even, yeah, yeah. Hey, Luke got locks out on Instagram. But, no, <laughs> but, hey, you know, if they're listening, hit me up. I, I'll uh, I put the homies on, so. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about getting into it. But yeah, Luca and Steph. Uh, I'd look at one, Steph at two. The primary reasoning is just statistically, Luca is literally far and away better in every stat. I think maybe three point percentage, but even Steph hasn't been that hot this year. And he's been hurt. Um, so as great as Steph Curry is, Luca has just been that much better currently. Um, this is not trying to dive into Steph's legacy. I got, I got, it's just... I got a question. Is it weird for me to say that I would like, if we were to rank the top players in the NBA right now, I would put Luca above Steph. But when we're talking about top point guards, I'd put Steph above Luca. Is that weird? For yeah, me that's weird because I don't understand why. Like, what's the reasoning? I just Luka feel like, so like Luca is just not. He's like everything. He's not even like I don't even know if I like he's more. He than is everything. I see what you're getting. He averages more assists than Curry. I see what you're getting at, but more of a point guard than Curry. Yeah, I I think it is all. I I mean I I don't know if weird is the. I'm right not saying word, I would do like, that, but I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I could be talked into that. Like I stand by what <clears> I said. Like I'm not dying on the hill. Like I'm, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. Luca is one of the. You know, I think he's going to be a top five player all time. Top ten for sure. And it's I'm not tired. it's not hate on stats. I, I just think flip rolls, look at stats, like everything is favoring Luca this year. Like every single don't, don't individually. Don't so yeah. like even the team record, it's like the Warriors have way more around steps. So uh, I really had no reason to put Steph over him other than past accomplishments. And that's why I'm just not gonna move on that. But uh yeah, yeah I mean that's my list. Uh, I don't know if you uh, Guys, anything I should add? I'm not throwing CB3 in here. Um, I don't know if there's an, another one that I missed. But you know what? Uh, name, I mean, Halliburton I, is interesting. Another name I thought of too that I just couldn't find a spot for him on the list. Um, but last year, I think I might have been able to make a case. Maybe. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Where would you put in top team, top fifteen, top twenty? Uh, where would you put Dejounte Murray? Well, yeah, because considering he's like a two guard this yeah, year, it's, I know it's, it's weird. Interesting. But... He's having a maybe guy. I feel like he's the best player in the Hawks right now, if I'm being honest. But uh, mm. I would say 15 really might be where it is. I don't want to say like top 15 because he's probably like 15 or maybe 14, but I'll say top 20 because like. He's not twenty. You know, he's he's in that like fourteen yeah. to seventeen area. Yeah, that, that's what I would classify him as a point guard. Um, but uh, yeah, because I feel like like Lamelo Ball when healthy is very good. That's like a guy. Obviously, uh, we're not gonna put on the list, but Hornets are terrible know, this year, dude. Uh, I've been watching Lamelo Ball these past couple of games. He has been shooting horribly, man. It is like he. I don't even know. I I I saw one of his stat lines was like. From three, he shot like it was like one of thirteen or something like that. I I don't know. He's just on a cold streak right now. Not to you know bring that against him, but like obviously every most NBA players besides the all time greats, you know they have their cold streaks. But yeah, I don't know, man. I hope Lamelo kind of gets it together because yeah, this Hornets team with Gordon Hayward, they're actually good. But without Gordon Hayward, they are oh god, they they are yeah, F tier. They, they need Wemby. Mm. Yeah, I don't know they, Wemby's they need something. Takes. 
They need something, man. But Christian, you mentioned this a little. I want to hear you guys' take on this. Um, the Grizzlies are starting to really take a villain arc uh, in the league right now, doing stupid stuff, getting getting in fights with Shannon Sharp. Um, <laughs> you know, talking all this trash. What are your guys' takes on this? I mean, in my opinion, I think the NBA needs more rivalries. They need, uh, as annoying as the Grizzlies are, I appreciate what they're doing because they're like making it entertaining. Like, I like hating somebody. Does that make sense? Like, it makes it gives me more of a reason to watch watch than just kind of this like happy go lucky, like everybody likes each other kind of phase. So, what are your guys' thoughts on the Grizzlies' villain arc? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, I think they actually, as harsh as it sounds, need to like do something in the playoffs for it to be one. Like you think of, like the bad boy Pistons, like they actually got a championship. Uh, the Grizzlies still need to do that. They keep kind of like punching above their weight with the Warriors. It's like, well, until you beat them in a series, you don't really have nothing to talk about. <laughs> you know, as much as as much as you want to. Um, and I'm not saying this is like the year they man, they make a run. I don't know, but. Uh, no, I, I will agree with you that I think it's great that there's like competitiveness. Um, I don't want everybody to hate each other. I don't think that's the way to go. But it's also like we don't all need a kumbaya after games. Like, you know, everybody's happy. Like, I, I think it's it's healthy to be like, oh, we're playing the Grizzlies tonight. Okay, okay, oh, I'll step up. Like with the Suns and Pelicans, Warriors, Grizzlies. I mean, if we can keep forging more of those. I, I think it really helps the NBA um, because. Really, even bigger issue is, especially in just today's, say, microwave mentality, but just the way just the 2022-23 mindset, like, what is the incentive for a lot of these higher-paid NBA players to play every game other than, like, personal feelings or, like, personal accomplishments? There's some games, it's like, we got to go to San Antonio in the middle of the week. Like, why am I going to play this? They're trying to get Wembenyama, like... We don't have to try, you know. So uh, the the NBA definitely has a, and we could talk more about that at a different time, but definitely has a load management problem they need to address with bad. their star players. Because um, and this is me too. Like I'm at the point where like I'm not gonna go buy tickets. You know, it's like 40 minutes to Orlando, right? Like, oh, the Warriors are in town or or the Bucks are in town. Like, do I want to risk buying tickets? and not seeing Giannis and not seeing Steph if they come play. Like, I'm at that exactly. point where, like, I'm not yeah. going to go spend my money and do that. Like, I have the Bucks down the road. Yeah, yeah. I, I kept looking, and I'm like, is Giannis playing today? And then, of course, like, he was healthy. Like, Friday he played, Saturday he was healthy, and I see day-to-day pop up Sunday when I'm checking the players. And it's like, I shouldn't have to do this. Uh, like, yeah. back in the 90s, or even, like, the 2000s, like, you, they were, like, the Kobe stories and stuff, like, you didn't have to do that. You just expect yeah. the guys, if they're healthy, they're going to play. And some of these are just like last second. Like I was even, obviously it didn't matter to, I went with my girlfriend. She didn't care, but I saw Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum were going to play. I knew Zion wasn't, but like they weren't even on the injury report on Sunday. And then all of a sudden, an hour before tip off, Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum are playing. And so it's like, it was still a good game, but I, I shouldn't have to worry about that as a fan. Like yeah. when I'm buying my tickets, even the day of, I should know who I'm going to see. And, and so I understand from a player's perspective, like, yeah, why does this game matter? Why am I playing? Okay. You're like, yeah, you, you got a point. Um, but it's something the NBA as a whole needs to address. 
That, that's just really my. And that is exactly why I don't bet on Giannis for on prize picks because some nights I swear he'll go out there. He'll they'll have his points line at 30 and a half. He'll go out and drop 50. And then other yep. times he'll have his line at 33 and a half. He'll play 20 minutes. And I'm just like, you know, yeah. like what, well, first of all, why? Wait, why would I bet on that? Because who knows <laughs> yeah. if he's going to play. And second of all, it's it's just, yeah. Like, I mean, you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you just, there there are some players, like if, if you see a Trey Young is questionable, like that's actually like, you don't know if he'll play or not, especially with all the, you know, off court stuff that's going on. But there's other players right. that they're, they live on the questionable day-to-day, you know, market. Like that every single game, you'll see them day-to-day. And then they'll, you know, they'll play the majority, but like, why? Why still, you know, why why even have that? Just have them listen yeah. to play and I don't know. Honestly, it, and this is just off the cuff, but my, my solution is like, look at, look at leagues where the regular season matters more. And that is I, immediately, I think of the NFL, right? And why? Because they have significantly less games. And I'm not, I don't think uh, lowering the total games is the actual solution for the NBA. I think that's actually a poor idea. For historical yeah, I don't reasons, think it would help. But, but the way you could incentivize the regular season to matter more, less teams make the playoffs. Just cut it down, right? They've got 16 out of 30 making the playoffs, and that's not even counting the play-in, right? So the NFL, right, yeah. for reference, for a long time had 12 out of 32. Then they went to 14 out of 32. So that's such a smaller ratio of getting into the playoffs and severely uh, incentivizes teams to try harder to make the playoffs if they're on the bubble, right? So it's not going to change anything for your for your Wembenyana sweepstakes teams, your tanking bottom feeder league teams. But those middle-of-the-pack teams, if Steph is sitting at the sixth seed and they're you know a game ahead of five teams right behind them and they're in or out based on that and only 12 teams, only 13, 14 teams are making it, there's a big difference in, in that than where it's at right now. Where it's like, oh, there's 10 teams from each conference who are technically in playoff play out of the 30. That's 20 out of the 30 teams that, oh, if we sit through, you know, all we gotta do is get to the 10 seed, then we gotta win a game and then we're in, or win two games and then we're in. Like, no. Right. I, I yeah. think that would be my solution would be make it harder to get into the playoffs to make these guys want to play. Because that's the way it used to be. Less teams used to make the playoffs. It's um, like when when, when do these guys it's like when do these guys turn on the burners? Like the West, like we we've been talking about, is so close. And you know, the the difference from like, you know, a not even a seed, like a, a nine and under compared to, you know, five through eight is not that not that many games. Yeah. So it's like when do these guys decide, okay, every single game we're gonna go out there and try to get a win, you know? And I don't know if they're like I don't know if that will ever be the case. I'm sure as the season comes to an end, then that's when you'll start to see more consistency and like Giannis and like Curry, that those type of players. But like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very, very weird. It's I, I feel like this all also started I don't know, like around the time the war the dynasty warriors kind of came together. And just ever since then I, I just feel like players are you know, it, you, it's just a toss-up, right? It's a flip of the coin, so. Yeah, I would say that timeline's right. And the thing is, too, is, like, the NBA has done so much. I think it was Richard Jefferson said this. He's like, when he came into the league at the beginning of the 2000s, teams had one trainer. Now you've got sleep doctors, you've got sports science, you've got all these all these amenities, all this stuff. No longer do you, does anybody play back-to-backs, right? And the league has yeah. done so many of these oh, things man. to incentivize these guys to keep playing. And the reality is they just don't want to do it. And so you have to find a way to like make like 
I think my answer would be my suggested solution without lowering the games because I don't think just going to 70 games really changes anything in the long run. In five years' time, guys are going to be like, oh, I only want to play 50 this year. That's going to skew all exactly. the time. Like yeah, that's going to skew all the numbers, all that. and that's not doesn't fix the problem. Yeah, no. because then, then LeBron's going to set this record, and nobody's ever going to catch it. You could play for 25 years and play less games than LeBron. Right? Yeah, because right. you know so um that's not what you want you know you want records to be broken you want you know the 73 win season you want stuff like that to happen every so often um but it's an interesting problem we can move on yeah yeah um we, we, let's pivot to uh some better or worse um and ironically i forgot about this guy but uh drew holiday um and christian he brought this guy to the table um, Drew Holiday, better or worse, and uh, yeah, you know what, Christian, you'll, you got the Bucks, the Bucks fandom. Who do you got for us for their careers? All right, this is what we do on the, our better or worse. It's all time, right? All time statistics going uh better or worse than CJ McCollum. Mm. Both a- guys have never been really a the guy. You know, as much as I love both players, none of them the number one option and been successful on their respective teams. So, um, curious on the debate here. This is very interesting. <laughs> Luke? Man, CJ's never even made an all-star game. Yeah, but think about the West. You know, loaded West. Oh, oh looks no. like we lost Luke on the connection. Um, all right, I guess that means it's my turn before he gets back. <laughs> um, I think legacy-wise, my, my instinct is like go CJ, right? That's my instinct. Uh, Twenty points a game for like his entire career. Um, he's a solid, you know, decent distributor. He's not great, but just a good scorer. He's been a better distributor since he went to. Portland or yeah, New Orleans. Sorry. Yep. Um, but the number two option. But when you stack the legacy together, Drew Holiday uh, somehow snuck into an All Star game when CJ didn't. Uh, he has a ring with Bucks. Holiday can even get a game this this year. You can make the case. Yeah. You know, All Star wise. Um, and then Holiday has four All Defensive teams. When it comes to accolades, uh, the defense I think I've talked myself into this is gonna is gonna put Holiday over the edge. More assists per game, roughly the same rebounds. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I'll go Holiday. I'll, I don't want to, but I will. Yeah, I just had a little technical difficulty. My Wi-Fi just decided to shut off. So, oh, dude, no worries. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> yeah, who are we? Uh, who are we comparing? Holiday oh, and sorry. CJ McCollum. Yeah, oh, he geez. gave his input. He's going with Holiday. Better defensively. Um, but really the consensus. Yeah, I gotta stay I gotta stay true are... to my uh to my scales. True to your MO, man. No, 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 I'm glad you did, even though you forgot about him earlier. Um Drew Holiday and CJ McCollum are two of the better second options, I don't say of all time, but I don't think many teams are mad if that's your second guy. But we've established they're not gonna be the main guy and be successful on any team. So who are you picking? I think I got to go Drew Holiday as well. Yeah. McCollum just doesn't check all the boxes for me like how Drew Holiday does. Um, 
he has had to take on like what Zion out, take on this bigger um, role that at least this season um, previously he was on the trailblazers, second guy to Dame, obviously, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like consistency wise, Drew Holidays, you you when he's on your team, man, you know what you're getting every single time. So I think scoring wise, McCollum is probably somewhat better. I don't know how much better, but I I could especially this season, I think he's maybe averaging twenty two, twenty three, and Drew's at like twenty. Um that being said, I don't really care. I'm still gonna take Holiday. But yeah. yeah, I mean, Holiday's defense, just leadership skills, and also playoff experience, too. I mean, he's been getting, obviously, with the Bucks, they've won their ship. They've been getting to the playoffs. I mean, he plays good in the playoffs, so I'll go I'm with down. Holiday. Okay, yeah. okay. So I'm assuming you're going Holiday, Christian, since he's a Bucks player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no question. Ah, um, oh, man, I might have to rescale mine, but – We'll see. All right, I'll go with it. I think I think I know you guys are gonna pick based off of that, but uh yeah, yeah. Luke, you go ahead. I'm gonna see if I can think of somebody else off the cuff because you guys are all gonna pick Drew Holiday based off of that. Um, who was it? Just out of curiosity. Lonzo. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, Luke. <laughs> um, if I'm being honest, I did not prepare any players for this. I don't know why. I just forgot. Um, no, uh, no, you're good. Enough. Let's see if no, I can. Let me just think of someone off off rip here. Oh, I got okay. I got one. If you right, yeah, you, you take it away. I'll think of someone. <laughs> this will be interesting because uh, this is very interesting. But a um, little more consistency, longevity versus a higher peak. Uh, better or worse, all time than Drew Holiday, Derek Rose. No, no, and look, I love Drew Holiday, I do. But if Sibs, worst part, you know, it's like you can't make some of this stuff up. Like 15 minutes before the show, I saw a clip on Twitter of a minute 20 left against the Bulls, yeah, against the 76ers. Circulating. Yep, and they're up by like 13 with a minute to go. And Rose was in and got her. Like, why? But that being said, if Rose never goes through not one but two of those, may I, I mean, hey, if he only goes through one of the ACL injuries, I still think like he's gonna have like a better career than Holiday. But not even barring that he gets hurt, his peak alone, like Holiday will never get an MVP. Never was on that level. Um. And I know I kind of sometimes like to jump the gun on that, you know, in terms of just picking the guys that are, I'm going to go with Derrick Rose, man. I I love how long and a solid holiday's been, but you can't tell me a team with prime, even just a notch below, like after his first ACL injury Rose with Middleton and Giannis. I'm loving that team. I really am more than holiday personally. I definitely see the other side of this. Definitely holiday is much better defensively than post-injury D. Rose. I, I definitely give him that. But sure. stacking yeah, yeah, all-time legacy, um, I think post-ACL, their numbers are pretty comparable. But, I mean... Which is kind of crazy. Which is crazy. It is crazy. But uh, an MVP, that, that, that goes a long way. You know, there's only a very set amount of people who've ever been a league MVP, right? Like, yeah, you know, and Holiday's never even been in that discussion. 
um, you know, rookie of the year to throw on more all-star games, more all NBA. So yeah, I got to go D Rose, but it is an interesting discussion. If we were <clears> say post ACL D Rose first Drew Holiday, I might end up That's picking a Drew Holiday, which is crazy to think about. But Luke, go on. Yeah, I mean, I I think post ACL surgery, I am taking Drew Holiday, but all time, I think I'm definitely going D Rose. I mean, yeah, Holiday's got the the ring, but. D Rose has got the MVP. If we're just comparing two players, I'm taking the I'm taking the MVP. I mean, it doesn't help we're all from you know Chicagoland area. We grew up watching. <laughs> yeah, this but I'm guy a Bucks fan. And, like I'm I'm a diehard Bucks fan, and like I'm telling you guys right now, like I mean, Derek yeah, freaking Rose, man. It's not like like D- Drew Holiday doesn't hit on the Bucks as much as D Rose does with the Bulls. I mean, come on. D- when you think That's, of D Rose, you think of like Bulls legend. Every kid growing up during that time is looking up to this guy. I don't want to get too yeah. sentimental, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go D Rose. I'm here for him. Yeah, man. I, I love I love a good hype. You know, hype sesh for D Rose. I I wish wish that Fibs wouldn't have ran him into the ground. I'm not gonna blame it all on him, but. I am, dude. Oh. There was no need for him to be in that game. <laughs> no, there was okay, that's not my problem with that. How often do people pull their starters up 13 with a minute and a half to go? Like that's Every not, day in the, in the NBA nowadays, not the yeah. Not in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs. If it wasn't a playoff game, you have a discussion. But the real reason is yeah. that he was like leading the league in minutes played that year. That's why it happened. <laughs> Right? and that's why he so had multiple similar issues. Yeah, yes, considering still to blame, like he just never pulled his starters. Man, they were all playing like forty minutes. I swear to God, it was crazy. Yeah. Just imagine. I mean, considering D Rose was far and away the most explosive like player in that league, that man's knees had to have been going through it that season. Oh my goodness, I can't. Jeez, I mean, I know I'm not playing college Skill ball issue. anymore, but I just had my first. <laughs> I mean, you know, intramural game yesterday, you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but like my body after that game is like, you know, you got to take a couple, a day or oh, two off, hey, buddy. Like, hey, you're getting old, but I'm not going to talk too much about it. Well, I'm a college you, guy. You, all right. All right. You, I'll, Cole I'll Harrison Barnes game. No, no, up? no. I, you know, 13 <laughs> points. Uh, I think we're okay. around five rebounds, uh, a okay. couple three assists. So not too bad. First in a So you weren't just oh, doing cardio out there. But, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's better than Tony <laughs> Snell numbers right yeah, now. Yeah. 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 There's not a lot of guys edged out right now. Yeah. There's no cardio going, but I'm just, I'm just trying to, you know, help D Rose's case here. Like he was like, that that hop step, like his signature, like he would do the hop oh, step yeah. layup, dude. That takes a toll on your knees like no other man. I I I'll give it to him. The fact that he played as much as he did, and I'm, obviously he got injured, but I would have benefited it, from that uh, that load management. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I crazy. Yeah, oh, man. I still don't think Fibs understands what that means because the Knicks have like a six man rotation at all times. So no, yeah. Look at Brunson, bro. He's he's gonna be <laughs> yeah. dead by the end of the year. But... <laughs> yeah, and that's why the Knicks aren't going anywhere in the playoffs. But anyway, that's a different <laughs> story. We can we can continue. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's pivot then. Uh this one's a little more interesting too. Uh so discussion. Luke, I'll let you go first. But who do you got for better or worse all time than Mr. Al Horford? Oh jeez, I I do not like Al Horford. I <laughs> tell you that right now. No way. And yeah, the prize fix bias is definitely prevalent here. 
Um, <laughs> not gonna try not to let that affect me too much. Uh, it, it's gonna be hard, but um, I, I'll just I'll just name off one guy that I thought of. Um, also I didn't prepare to I didn't prepare for um Drew Holiday, but I have one guy for this. So no, better, cool. worse, all time, Al Horford, Derek Favors. Oh ah. gosh. Okay. Okay. That, ah, that's, that's too disrespectful. That's too man. I'm going to so disrespectful. I'm not even thinking about it, man. Yeah. For your unbiased. You Derek know, Favors, the ultimate 2K17. Oh, I get a free 84 overall player on the trade block. Like, it's. Yep. it's I, dude, 84 must have been his peak. Because, yeah, Derek Favors, I feel like. There was times for like it was a stretch with like the Hawks and Horford was averaging fifteen and close to ten. It was like when I looked, it was like nine and six, nine point six rebounds, nine point nine. He gives you a decent amount of assists too. Like I understand the Horford hate, especially because he's on Boston. Like I can't stand him either. Um, but in terms of like yeah, the big man, I don't he's definitely Why very. Are we all hating on Al Horford. What do you do? To he's you? a very well-rounded big man, but no, he's just annoying, bro. Like he looks like Birdo from Mario. Like he's just he's just annoying. Like <laughs> I don't know, and especially like he he like Giannis dunked on him, and then I remember Horford like at 36 years old was like, okay, okay, like he was gonna do something, but then he actually ended up getting a dunk on Giannis. I'm like, dude. That is the luckiest thing ever because Giannis actually plays hard. But, like, the moral of the story is, like, Al Horford is just one of those guys that's annoying. He thinks he's better than he is. But, honestly, as a non-biased, objective fan, he's a very well-balanced big man. So, I'll give him his flowers. He's better than Derek Favors. But I understand this comparison because, honestly, I love he had a Derek Favors career. Dude, every time, every time I take the over, it's under, and every time yeah, I take it's... the under, it's over, dude. Every single <laughs> every time, time. that is the one player I have crossed off my list. Like he will never be receiving any dude, of my I'm money on lying. him. Bro. You have named like three guys that you said, "Oh, this is the one guy I'll never." Nah, dude, it. not <laughs> Al Horford. Al Horford is at you the top of the ja, mountain, bro. I not nah, Ja Ja. He'd be hitting for me, but no Al Horford oh, no, is SGA. Yeah, here's my mountain. Okay. Okay, here's my mountain of players I bet Mount on. Rushmore Al Horford, exiled players. Yeah, Al Horford is the leader. He's got a staff on top of the mountain, just <laughs> leading the pack, bro. Every single time, he's the, I, he's the it's guy always on the, opposite. On the, on the movie poster with all the floating heads, he's the big one right in the middle. Yeah, it's it's always him. <laughs> I mean, I like I remember one time, first half points four and a half. Oh, not that's not bad. You know, that's a good bet. He's a starter. Nope, he <laughs> dropped zero. And then he drops zero the whole game. See, this is this is your problem. Why are you betting on Al Horford to begin? Ah, uh, exactly. <laughs> that that is, is exactly my point. Why am I betting on Al Horford? That's not he his never... fault. That's your fault. Ah, uh, no, it's his fault for sure. But anyway, we can we can pivot. We can pivot. Derek Favors, <laughs> yeah, that I I understand your guys' mistakes. I mean, Al Horford, he they both had long careers, but yeah, Al Horford, especially like in his younger days, he 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 was he was probably average to above average. Now I I would I don't know I don't know if I'd call him average but he's borderline. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. No, I'll just better or worse, Brooke Lopez. But I have a feeling now everyone's even me being a biased Bucks fan. I feel like everyone's gonna take Brooke Lopez. Yeah, you got it right for me. Let me pull up. Got that one. Well, I didn't know that everybody just had a pure hatred. 
for to be honest i like i don't hold him in high regards i I didn't know luke had a hatred for him but it totally makes sense um i'll give him his respect like he's definitely a different player than brooke lopez he does things better than brooke lopez in terms of like playmaking and general mobility um but i don't think horford was like a franchise leader you know in brooklyn i don't think he's yeah. uh physically imposing at times he's not a an elite shot blocker all right even three right. Point I got, percentage I got the, let, got let's him. lift let's list off the accolades the numbers here all right Brooke Lopez won All-Star Game, a championship, was on the all-rookie team, and won all-defensive team. Al Horford, five All-Star Games, 2010 All-NBA, the all-rookie team, 2017 all-defensive team. When you get to the numbers, uh, Lopez, probably more consistent, better scorer. Um, yeah. Horford, slightly better, better rebounder, slightly. Not crazy. Um, definitely a better defender and definitely better Should be better assist, shooter. Huh? Um, Lopez is 1.5 over his career. Yeah, Horford's, Horford's better than that. Horford's I know three. it. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> you know, I mean, he averaged five one time, but uh, yeah, I think I think Luke's right. He's pointing at his, at his ring finger. I think that puts it over the edge for me in terms of legacy. Um, but I will say this: if the, the NBA is weird like that, man, um. I, I could see Al Horford getting into the Hall of Fame on some on some crap, you know, some bull crap because it's cause oh it's yeah, Hall of Fame. yeah, and I don't see that happening for Brooke Lopez because uh, even though I think his numbers look better, man, I think they do, um, and he's got the championships. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, uh, hey, we'll see, man. I, yeah, you Lopez. may make a case for Nick Young to make the Hall of Fame. You never know. No, okay. also I I just thought of this. <laughs> uh, I know we talked about this earlier with the whole villain era thing and. I just I was just kind of thinking about this. Everyone kind of tries to say the Grizzlies are the villains of the NBA, which I I could see that. Are you but... going to just blast out some Celtics slander? No, no. I I was this oh, is no just one like likes a... Celtics. Yeah, well, I was just going to say if I you're not like... a Celtics fan, you hate them. Yeah, I feel like my villain is the Celtics, but at the same time, I say that, and like when I look at the Grizzlies, I don't view Ja as like the head villain you know what i mean no, like he's like the most likable brooks man <laughs> uh, okay I, yeah. I i guess i yeah. see that i guess i, see that, but brooks, I just yeah. wanted to like Dylan I, I brooks is a modern day bill winfield bro i swear yeah that yeah. Floppy head is, on Oregon, is, i can like, still i can still play yeah. that back in my head he literally like got touched with a finger and he Dude, just Dylan brooks is out the... here like trying to fight shane sharp shane sharp's like Taller than yeah, him, what? bigger than him. Oh, he's like bad. an elite NFL player. He's like, oh, you're nothing. Bro. You're nothing. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Okay, and why? Like, Shannon's <laughs> yeah, trying to enjoy why? the game, bro. Like, what are you doing? What are we doing? Uh, and then I just, the, after the game, he's like, oh, he's a pedestrian. Like, now you're really, re- now you're really trying to like start something. He's, uh, yeah, I just like how uh, I just like how T Morant got in on that that feud somehow too. <laughs> oh, you mean you mean Usher? Yeah, yeah. Usher comes out in his glasses and his beer. He's like talking all this stuff. It's like, come on, dude. We get it. You know, you're getting clout because you get the courtside seats. But like, come on, sit down. Come on. <laughs> nah, he's hilarious. He's but anyway, yeah, that was off topic. Um, 
Bowsna. Great, I'm great. Here for the Grizzlies hate, man. <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. They deserve every inch of it. Yeah, Caleb, did you have one more guy for I do, Al Horford? I do. I do. So I got two. I, I one. I think you guys are all going to say this guy because we've all hated on Al Horford. Uh, I originally had Joakim Noah, who I, I, I think you guys are going to wow. hold in a higher. That, that's actually interesting. interesting because, yeah, that's like, what has Joakim done besides like a decent, you know, couple year stretch with the Bulls? Oh, uh, I think like, at least Horford's had a longevity. I think defensively, Joakim is, yeah, is but, better, but. Yeah, for like five else? seasons, like he was a relevant player in my eyes for like five, maybe six, seven seasons. That's a, that's a good peak, yeah. man. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're like Horford's been about? like pretty much the same, like all around good big man for like since two thousand plus years. Yeah, yeah. Like I, d- Dad is a decent line for me. I actually don't know, especially in today's modern NBA. I, I probably personally I would take out Horford. Nah, I think in uh, interesting. I how many how many all stars does Joakim have? Two. He's got three all defensives and two, and, and, two. and uh, they have the same all NBA. Uh, Joakim's got three all defensives. I, let me double check, make sure Horford. Yeah, Horford has one. Um, and then Noah's and got that defensive player of the year to me uh, does carry a lot of weight, especially when we're talking. Yeah, about I know it players. does for you, but in terms no, but of we're talking like... about two role players, man, and this guy won like. Horford was the second or third guy in the Hawks, though. He was averaging like 15, 16 a game. No, it was not getting – if he got 10 points a game on decent efficiency, no, I'll give it to second, him. Jeez. He was the second guy. He was second Who was that, that Bulls lineup? D-Rose, Joe Keane, Wall Dang, Gibson, Dang like, actually got points. Dang. Heinrich, Corver, Jimmy that. Butler started to come on. Like, there were people that could actually score. It's who such was, a good team, though. Who was the starting shooting guard? Was it like Corey Brewer or something like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was interchangeable. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I was going to say, I'm, I'm trying to think. I remember Lowell, uh Taj Gibson. It probably was, was Corver in like 11 12. Yeah. Yeah. Corver. Oh, my gosh, bro. Mm, All right. The roster day. was. Uh, Gennaro Pargo, I don't remember. Ronnie Brewer, CJ Ronnie, Watt, Ronnie Brewer, Derek yeah, Rose, yeah. Keith Bogans, John Lucas the third. Oh, wow. he's a coach now. Dang, Taj Gibson, Kurt Thomas, Omar Asik. Oh, oh my! I have not <laughs> thought about that man in so long. Oh my god! Oh my god! Joakim Noah, Carlos Boozer, Brian Scalabrini, and Rasul Butler. Oh my! God. I gotta say this, just just what, hearing that, that was Rose's I, MVP season. Bill Cartwright, Joakim Noah, and Vooch are probably the Bulls' best centers of all time. They have the been like, if you think about it, yeah, don't who's... give Vooch that. Don't give Vooch that. Who I else? I mean, Rodman. I'm talking about Rodman center. wasn't a center, bro. Uh, he was power forward. If you're dude, gonna rank I, him, I would power take. Forward. I would take so many guys from the '90s teams before Vooch. It's not even crazy. Like Wennington, I guess. No, okay. no. Don't do uh, numbers. Don't do that. No. Bro, yeah, you might regret, and you you might regret are not that different. Dude, Reddington, Luke Longley, Bill Cartwright, Will Purdue. Are those all not the same seven foot, can't do nothing but rebound big men? Yeah. And, and they get you five rebound. on a good night. Hey man, when you've got but Mike, gets twenty. When you've got a guy who shoots forty times a game and makes thirty-five of them, that's all you need. 
I mean, yeah, that is, that's actually valid, <laughs> but I'm just saying like the Bulls centers just historically, like Joe Keem is like S tier in that category. <laughs> I mean, he's the best. Oh, it's crazy. Wait, didn't we have like artist Gilmore or somebody? Like yeah, he's, oh, he's okay. Like, yeah. Tree Gilmore. Yeah. Tree Gilmore. 2K16. Yeah. I knew I remember him being good. No, he was good. He was good. Jachi. Yeah, all right, well, the other guy, if we're, if I'm going, no, you guys are going north, but the other guy I have was DeAndre Jordan. That's interesting. Uh, but uh, I feel like the stats are all in Horford's this, favor. I, I would agree. I don't know about defensively or rebounding wise, but think Jordan, DeAndre around. Jordan's just joking, no, but offensively, like they had like a five, six year peak, and like, but. DeAndre Jordan was boarding and just dunking on people. And then they just fell off the face of the earth and started just team hopping until they retire, which DeAndre Jordan's on his way. But yeah, yeah. DeAndre Jordan has averaged four points per game since uh, like 2016. Yeah, I, I think I'm going Horford for sure. I like, De- I'd like, I like DeAndre Jordan years better than I do Horford, but I, I got to take oh, Horford. Yeah. I go Horford for longevity. I, all right. Yeah. 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 Well, it's good little debate. So we can close it out here with our uh, signature segment at this point. Um, uh, oh, who we played for, man? Oh, yeah. I dug deep for these. I, Christian, I I'm gonna be deep. honest. If you get this, I will never get you again. If you get this one, Jeez. I. Oh, this. Yeah, one and is... I'm not gonna lie. I, I got a little. Uh, what's the word? No mercy. It's because I went 100% on football last time. And yeah, God. I just need to get oh, both, I'm sorry. I heard it. I heard it, Caleb. I, I heard the I heard the shout out. So, yeah, I was listening. Though. I was hype. I was hype. I was hype just like you were. So, yeah, I'm making sure you guys don't get these. Yeah, I was no, doing that's... so well. He was like, oh, does Landon Collins even play for them? I don't know. He's just like throwing. He had to throw me off. I was doing so well. I'm gonna bask in the glory now before I get shredded in about two minutes. But <laughs> yeah. Um, are we doing right. two guys? So two guys it. each? Or I've yeah, two, I've got two and a half. So. I got yeah, I've got two. So someone, one of you guys can lead her off. All right, I, I, I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the risk here. Um, all right, all right. So I got, I got, I got a preface. This guy is not currently on a team, but he was on a team last year. All right, so. Uh, we've done this before, but uh, originally drafted by the uh, by New Orleans. Uh, he then spent time with Indiana. He then spent time with Dallas, spent time with the Clippers. Then he went to the Kings, went back to the Pacers, and then finished his career with the Lakers. Said New Orleans, Clippers. What was after? Uh, New Orleans, Pacers, Mavs. Clippers, Kings, Pacers, Lakers. Oh, jeez. Let's go. We're past the 10-second threshold. <laughs> <laughs> We're cooking with fire now, baby. Woohoo! It's almost a compliment at this point. I think you know it oh, is. Yeah. It is. It is, man. Because, yeah, this is... No years or anything, bro. Like, this is maybe. I was like, maybe Lance Stevenson, but the teams don't even fit. No, they don't even fit. So it's like, and you think Lakers? You think you remember them? 
Yeah, let me know when you want the years, man. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the years. <laughs> I know Luke's man. ready for it. Yeah, yeah we can hear the years, man. All right, drafted in 2009 by the New Orleans Hornets. He was with them for one year. He was then with the Pacers for two years in 2010 and 11. Went to the Mavericks in 2012, the Clippers in 2013. He was with the Kings from 2014 to 2017. With the Pacers then in 2017, 18, and 2018, and 19. Um, so two years. And then he was retired in 2020 and 2021. Last year came out of retirement, played for the Lakers for three games. Uh, or two years ago, he came out of retirement, played for the Lakers in three games. Oh, that's the, the retirement. Yeah. What? That's where it's got three me. games. I know who it is. I just can't believe No, you believe don't. It. Yes, I do. It's a point guard. No. <gasps> He's got it. I got it. Yeah, I'm telling you, yeah. Real. Yeah, I um, that's there's some hiccups in there, especially not playing this year. I don't have any like cheese, but no, I know who it is. Of course you do. Um Unreal. Could you just yeah, name go so... could you name the teams again real quick? You yeah. don't you have to say the years just New Orleans Hornets, uh Pacers, Mavs, Clippers, Kings, Pacers. Retired, retired, Lakers. Kings, Pacers, Lakers. I would say he's best known for his time on the Pacers. Potentially Kings, too. Maybe Kings, but I don't. Is this guy a starter? There's no way. He He was at times. He started in 2012 and 2013. He started 81 and 80 games for the Lakers. Or the Pacers, sorry. No, the Mavericks and the Clippers. Oh, my goodness. I... I don't know, like CJ Watson. I have no idea. That's not a bad guess. Not a bad yeah. guess, man. I have uh, no idea. It's Darren Collison. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, oh, yeah. Darren Collison. Yeah, Darren Collison. Yeah, I thought he was on the Pistons at some point. Maybe not. Uh, You're thinking of Reggie Jackson. Yeah, he might be. Really? Yeah. Okay, well that yeah. tracks though. I, I do remember him on the Kings and the Kings and Pacers. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. him being drafted by the Hornets. Oh, I, I don't what, either. That's what threw me off too. I completely. I almost kind of low key dis. I was like, maybe it was like a draft day trade. I, I was kind of like throwing that to the side, but oh, he played. Lakers, he I was played like, seventy six games for the Hornets. Like he played. Okay. No yeah, I, I, I did not know retired. that. When I when I looked, him, I was playing 2K. I was playing Mike the other day, and he shows up on the Mavericks. I'm like, Darren Collison? No way he's on the Mavs. No, he just randomly got picked up in my career mode. And then look him up, and he's been oh. for two years. But, no, it's, it's good, man. All right. It's all good. Uh, time to make you guys squirm. Uh, I don't mean going to do it. I'm so confident. He's not a big man. All right? He's he's not <laughs> He's not a big man. I'm so confident you guys aren't going to get this. He was drafted in 20. That's great, guess. Drafted in 2011, 2012 to the Spurs. This man stayed with the Spurs through the 2014-15 season. He then signed with the Raptors from 2015-16 to 16-17. The next season, he was with the Pacers from 2017-18, 2018-19. Then in 1920, he was with the Kings until uh, about. 2020-2021. Then he got traded halfway through 2020-2021 to the Pistons. Last year he was on the Pistons, and he's currently on the Pistons. Wow. Jeez. What is, what Who is he drafted by? Career. The Spurs in 2011-12. Oh, 
Not a big man. I'm assuming that's nope. power forward center. It's off the table. Yep. I'll even take off small forward. You guys aren't getting this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. But he's a relevant player. He's I, I see four seasons in a row here where he played 80-plus games. So. Who was he on? He was on the Kings before the Pistons, the, you said? Yep. He went from the Spurs to where? Raptors, then Pacers, oh, then geez. Kings. I mean, it's, yeah, he's based on the like most obscure what, teams, what which year makes would it even better. It? 2011. So he was on those finals teams with the Spurs. Yeah, I guess he was. <laughs> I guess he was. I don't even remember from those years. So much of a vet he is. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I should stop I, trying to think of him from there. Try I'm just trying to. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of anyone on the Pistons who's old. He's currently on the Pistons, bro. Like, uh-huh. what? Oh, jeez. Man, even with the help, all the help, we're still it's, we're it's still struggling. Crazy. We're still struggling. <laughs> we get handicapped, and it doesn't matter. Oh my goodness! Last hit, he, he is a point guard. Yeah, yeah. He, of course he is. He is a pure point guard, and you know what? He's can't probably play anything European. else. He's probably European. he's not European. <laughs> I don't think that's a good. <laughs> that's not a good hit, but it doesn't okay. Help you. Who is who is on the Pistons? <laughs> is he starting? Does he start for them? Or I'm assuming no. There's no, no way. He's not Cade Cunningham. What, well, I, I would <laughs> just I yeah, that. doing the math. He's played. Oh boy, thirteen seasons. I'd be concerned if he was starting on that team. All right. Well, yeah, I'm tapping. I'm gonna. I'm just going to look to my resource here because I didn't want Caleb, to. Caleb, you got anything? The only guy I keep thinking of is Patty Mills, and I know it's not him. So, Not know. bad. Yeah, Everybody I... fold. It's Corey yeah. Joseph. He's wh- I knew he was white. Okay, man. <laughs> Corey <laughs> Joseph is <laughs> white. He's light-skinned. So light he was buried on the Pistons roster, and I thought Corey Joseph was European. I, I was didn't... never going to get his name. Oh I was never going to remember his name. I so. did not know he was that old. Oh, my gosh. Not either. Corey Joseph. Jeez, Corey Joseph. Okay, well, wow. Christian <laughs> going one and all with all those hints. That, yeah, yeah. the next not... one might be some garbage, bro. I'm not going to lie. Gosh, bro. Like, uh, well, I'll uh, these people, man. I'll, I'll start. I, I'll start. I off. go through every week. I'm like, oh, let me look up this team's <laughs> roster. See if there's any scrubs on it. Do I ever remember? Bro, it them? is. No. It is literally. Sometimes I'll just turn on a game, see a guy on the bench. I'm like, do I know him? Find who it is, or be like, oh yeah, and that's it. I run with it because I'm like, there's no way. Bro, and if I look up and benches. love their like, no. Yeah, see, it's... here's the problem: is I can't do that with you because I brought Ryan Archidiacno. You got it right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had on my list, which has made it even worse. But uh, no, Luke, what what do we got here, man? Yeah, yeah, okay. I got two heaters. I got two heaters here. So, okay. So, first guy, no years. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, I understand. I understand. So, boom, this guy was drafted by the Denver Nuggets and traded to the Chicago Bulls. He then ventured to the Oklahoma City Thunder. After that, he ventured to the New York Knicks, 
Then he went to the Dallas Mavericks. After that, he went to the Indiana Pacers. And he then went to the San Antonio Spurs, where he currently plays. You did not take my guy. Well, at least I had three. But yeah, I think you took my backup guy. No shot. Was he was he, he a college legend? Let's just say he might have went to Creighton. Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me, bro. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Alright, right, I'll give you the years. I'll give you the years. Alright, Christian's got my guy. So drafted by the Nuggets, traded to the Bulls on draft night. Um in I think oh. I believe 2014. Um he was oh, on the Bulls no. from 2014 to 2017. Then he went to the Thunder for a year, 2016-17. Went to the Knicks for a year, 17-18. Uh, went to the Mavericks for a year, 17-18. Went to the Pacers from 2018 to 2021. And traded to the Spurs 2021. And he currently plays there. Absolute Creighton legend. Yep. He also has a nickname that I really want to say right now after you. Uh-huh. Uh, dude, I've got Caleb him. knows the guy. He knows, him. of course, I do. I always, I always. All right, I'll give you another hint. It's a he is classified as a small forward, six six, white guy. Um, How's that, that Dougie? <laughs> yeah, McDonald. Dougie, Dougie McBuckets, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, all right. Uh, see, the problem was is Christian was had me in his mindset of only thinking of point guards. And I forgot to like erase that threshold <laughs> before we started. I was like, oh, who is D Rose's yeah. back? To be fair, if Christian, I, I feel like, I mean, I don't know, you probably still would have got it, but I thought that was a good one. I mean, obviously you had him already, but I was like, it was. Well, if I had written down that I was coming for blood this week, so that was a good yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, well, my uh, last yeah. guy, my last guy is near impossible. But, anyways, uh, Caleb, <laughs> all keep, right. her, keep her going. All keep right. her going. <clears throat> this guy last played. Uh, in 2021. Okay. So I'm digging. All right. Originally drafted by the New York Knicks. He then spent time with the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Sacramento Kings, the Houston Rockets, and the Brooklyn Nets in that order. Bro, what? He just rifles them off real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, he's like, oh, by the way, they, they, they haven't played in a couple years, and these are the teams. Uh, hey, okay, man. so hey, you've definitely heard of this guy. Probably. Yeah. You're gonna hear the teams again. Knicks, Cavs, no Kings, way. Rockets, Nets. Knicks. Mm-hmm. Knicks. Past that 10 second threshold. I'm not really I'm not really Bro, feeling... I'm still gonna recite the teams. Kings. It's a strategy, man. Strategy. And he retired in retired in twenty twenty one, or he yeah, just one. was out of the retired. league. Retired, okay. Well, both, but okay. Huh. Man, the years would really help because the amount of two K I played with some of those Rockets teams when Harden was on there. If he's on that roster, I'm getting him for sure. And that smile is kind of giving it away. So let me <laughs> let me. Uh, let me I think I I think I have an idea. I think I do. You have an idea or you have an answer? Uh, can I hear the teams again? I think I got it. 
Knicks, Cavs, Kings, Rockets, Nets. Yeah, I got it. I know this oh, with 100 percent certainty. Goodness oh, unreal, gracious. man. All right, run, All run right. the years. And I do know him too. That's a great poll. That's, uh, <laughs> that's what I was that's saying. Such I knew, a great poll. I knew you. So were shout out Supreme you. Dreams. That's okay. that's amazing. Okay, relax, relax. Okay, Supreme Dreams, nice. Um, all right, drafted yeah, in 2011 by the Knicks. He went to the Cavs in 2014. Uh, he then was with them until 2018 when he was traded to the Kings. In 2018-19, he was with the Rockets. And 2019-20 and 2020-21, he was with the Nets. Can I get a can I get a position group? Big uh, man, shooting guard, small guard. forward. He's a one, two, or three, probably a two or three. Yeah. Who is this like Daniel House or something like that? Mm, no. Not quite. Oh, man. I'm I'm getting calves. That should ring, help you. Want a ring with the calves. <clears throat> Iman Shumpert. Yeah. yeah. No way. Shump. Yeah. Shump. No way he was oh, on you that Rockets team. The back. <laughs> oh, my God. That was oh, a good one. No. Jeez, I haven't thought of that. Jeez, man. That yeah, tracks, yeah. but. Like man, that tracks. games in two years for the Nets, man. When he was on that Rockets team. He only played 20. Yeah, yeah, I was going like to say, I'll leave for not, longer. That's what I was like, really? I do not that's... remember him on the Rockets team, man. And I played an unreal amount of 2K <laughs> games against Christian with that team. So Yeah, he must have been stacked down at the bottom. Maybe, maybe I barely remember. I don't know. He wasn't getting in. It's no stamina, so he's not seeing the floor. But anyway, Christian. What are you expecting it. to gain from it if all those games were no stamina? <laughs> well, I mean, well, I still followed the team in real life. Yeah. 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 to make our lineup and whatever. The death lineup was Westbrook, Harden, uh, PJ, Tyson Chandler and like yeah. someone else. I you forget. would dig for the bench, man. Yeah, the bench yeah. did have some gems. Um, so this might be the uh, death pick because I don't know if there's any way, but you know what? I'm hey, here for wait, it. Wait, wait. Marcus Teague. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but you'll Marcus you hear Teague. this guy's been around longer. Hey, one yeah, of these days, I'm gonna cr- start throwing out answers. Actually, go right. ahead. Yeah, no, they're actually going to hit. Um, oh boy. So <laughs> he was maybe drafted in 2009-10. I don't really know. Maybe. I don't know if he was drafted given this career path. Uh, in his rookie geez. season, uh, he played with the in this order: Rockets, and then the Kings, and then the Spurs. All so in one not, season. All in his first season. The next year, 2010-11, the uh, Rose years, he was still with the Spurs, but that this is all in the same season. Then he went to the Bucks, and then the Hornets. The next year in 11-12, this is, I'm just gonna throw this play. out. This none of this is helping me at all because I don't <laughs> I know. know. I literally I know. But keep going, but like I promise, is he you, like signed ten days? Is he on or... a team right now? I think yes. No, he's on a team right now, and I think he. Okay. He, I, I think he's just of living off. Probably, I mean, he's still in the league, so like if okay, you go haven't, ahead. Go ahead. yeah, you know, it's. I um, have an, I have a hunch. Spurs, Bucks, Hornets. In 2011-12, he didn't play. He was in Italy. Um, in, in 2012-13, uh, 
well, really for four years, he was with the Wizards until 2015-16. In 2016-17, he was with the Kings, and he's with the Kings the next year. In 2018-19, he ended up on the Grizzlies somehow and then got traded to the Clippers that year. The next year, in 2019-20, he was with the Nets, uh, I believe, two years ago. So the COVID year, he was with the Bulls. Last season, he was on the Pelicans, and now he is currently with the Pelicans. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so his, pro original ref- like his pro reference is hilarious. The amount of jerseys I'm looking at, I believe there's... Okay, could you just name off 12. the last three teams that he played for, like, in order? Um, like, Pelicans. from current... Currently on just the his last three teams. Currently so on Pelicans. Before that, it was the Bulls. Before that, it was the Nets. And then Nets. before that, it Bulls. was the Clippers. And before that, it was... The, the longest team he stayed with was the Wizards. But then again, there was, like, six teams <laughs> before that, so... And we had just talked. Uh, no, about I was thinking like guys on wait. contracts. I was thinking like Jeremy Lin or something, but you never said. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Jeremy Lin's good. Is you this, said uh, Clippers, and he Blue. played. Yeah, there was in 2011-12. He was in Italy. He like went wait. to Italy for a full year. And I, I think I might have it. I think wait. I have it. I think wait. I have okay. it. Would you say he's best? No- like, just this is random. This might not make any sense. Would you say he's best known on the Wizards? I mean, he spent most time there. Yeah, four seasons, I and it was right, it. right when he came back from Italy. So, is this is this a big man? Mm-mm. I'm not gonna give position. It might oh, give it away. So it's not. I think I I think I got it. Not if wizards. I rule out big man, is that gonna kill you, Luke? No, definitely not. Okay. Can you just say okay? Current. Wizards, Clippers, or what was it? Kings, then wizards. Grizzlies. Then Clippers, then Nets, and then, then Bulls. Bulls. I remember and him then, on the Bulls. Okay, that might be a start. Okay, I I got it. I th- I th- if it's not him, I mean this could be completely wrong, but I if I don't know. I remember mm-hmm. this guy from Two K on the Wizards, and I don't know why. I keep thinking of Marcin Gortat, and I know you said it's not big. Man. It's not the Polish hammer. Yeah, because he was Polish. That was the, yeah. Well, was, I was like, oh, he's he playing in a Euro. Yeah. Like, could be, you know. I don't know what nationality this guy is. I honestly, Yeah, 2010 11, yeah, on the box. I was like, really? But. Jesus, that's been the league for a You're making me man. think of like. Yeah, he's 36 years old. 20, he was on the 2011 box. It's like Luke and Bob Mute days right there. Like, <laughs> that is, yeah. That is. This guy somehow outlasted him. And he's currently on the Pelicans, which is driving me crazy. Oh, God. Now I'm thinking of someone guy. else. I, I'm oh jeez. <laughs> Luke was dead set. No, no, I, I think I'm tough, still dead set, bro. but there's like it's there's tough. like another guy who I'm not sure. But Wizards and Bulls, I I don't Pelicans, I, I don't know. Maybe I've seen him, I don't think so. But Wizards Bulls, that's my only lead I got. And you think the it's fact that he's quarter? no. Okay. Definitely not. Okay. And the fact that he I was gonna roll that out. Yeah. on the Warriors. The fact I know, that he's I been know. around, I think this is the only option. So all right, I I guess I'll tap out. Luke, what do you got? 
give me uh give me Garrett Temple. <laughs> yes, give me Garrett Temple. What? Speech prepped. I was like, so we always brought up on this podcast outside of Ish Smith. We have like never once game. brought up Garrett Temple. Yeah, I, yeah, have, definitely I, have not heard, I remember I him being like, Garrett Temple's Garrett name Temple. since 2K11, bro. Like, since I was 10 years old. I have that would track. Dude, the only person, the reason I thought of him is from Wizard, like any Wizards player to play on the Bulls. And then, I mean, I guess keep moving around. Like, besides Otto Porter, like Garrett Temple. <laughs> I don't know why, but on the Wizards, Garrett Temple is like, that's how I know him. Like, I don't know. Wow. I also want to say, man, I my my player this year is on the Pelicans. I have not seen him appear once. Not a single yeah. time. Not, no, you know how I got this pick? I, I saw him on Sunday. I was like, I saw him in street clothes. I'm like, is that Garrett Temple? And I just wrote him down. So, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I don't even think he dresses anymore. He's probably, like, a part-time He is coach. averaging 2.4 points per game this season, man. On. Wow. Seven hey. and a half minutes. Garrett Temple. That is a diamond in the rough right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm surprised you got it. That was impressive. That's impressive. Dude, I, the That's only lead I had. The only That's lead I had was right Wizards there. to Bulls. I was like, okay. I remember. Yeah. But, all right. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll ring off my last guy here. Yeah, cap it off. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, this guy was drafted by the Utah Jazz and traded to the Timberwolves on draft night. He then spent the majority of his career with the T-Wolves. After that, he was on the Memphis Grizzlies. After that, he went to the San Antonio Spurs. After that, he went to the Atlanta Hawks. And now, where he currently resides, he went back to the San Antonio Spurs. Oh. Years Years might help out significantly but i'll let you grind it grind it out a little bit timberwolves <laughs> spurs hawks spurs <laughs> oh man this was my this was my lock for the night so the t wolves is that dude i didn't even know that was a team until like three or four years ago i swear like, <laughs> let me know when you need so the years round. <clears throat> oh, this is my Garrett Temple esque pick here. He will. Let me yeah, see if he's as old. I don't know if he's as old though. I don't think so. There's thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. Ah, closer than you might think. The Spurs. I don't know. I'll need I'm bad with the Spurs, bro. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll get. I'll toss out the years. So, drafted basically. I I threw in the Jazz, to throw you guys off again. But started That's off with T Wolves. Um, he was there from 2013 to 2020. Spent what was that seven what? years there? Um, mm-hmm. after that he went to Memphis. Where he was there 2019 through 2021, two years. He went to the Spurs for a year. Went to the Hawks the year after, 2022, and then is currently on the Spurs. I, I I'm nothing. sure you guys know this guy, but we like he does not 
I mean, you probably say this guy's name under one and a half times a year, if that. Yeah, I've got not, nothing. Absolutely. I'll nothing. give. I'll give. I'll give you another hint. Um, That's incredible. Thirty-three years old. He is a big man. Yeah. Okay. He's played on bad teams every time. He played on the T Wolves for his entire career. They were terrible. Then he went to the Spurs, not when they were good. Oh my God! I think I got it. Of course he does. <laughs> Go ahead. And that is that is the most random dude. Yeah. Is it- Gorgy Dang? Yep. Is that even how you say his name? Gorgy Dang. Gorgy Dang. (laughs) This is this game. That was the Dwayne Deadman. I was like, no, he's in the heat. This game is completely past. Just it has reached new levels of just impossible. We we have gone. It's impossible if you think it is, man. The typical stinks. I I figured was gonna give it away, but I I made it a little. People play this game on TikTok. They're like, oh, who played for the Cavs, the Heat, the Cavs, and the Lakers? And they're like, "Hmm, oh, LeBron. And then no, we're like, oh yeah, Garrett Temple (laughs) played in Italy in 2011. Uh, he was traded like five times his rookie year. Uh, dude, this is Can't nice say, guy. Man, I hate to be that guy, but after Laquan Treadwell, you left all options on the table for me. Like, <laughs> hey, I, man, Laquan Treadwell is on a roster. That's the crazy part. It seems I mean, all these guys were too. You you still been pulling from guys who are retired. Temple's been on around since, well, 2009. 36 nah, years old. That's, that's that's crazy. We're going to start I'm going to start I'm going to start using strictly vintage players. I'm just going to just pure I'm just going to pull like 90s names that I know you guys will know. Yeah, who played for the Bulls and the Wizards? Like that's who I'm going for. Dude, I uh, we've got to have we should have kept a list of everyone we've used. There's no we're we're bound to run oh, out of, I'm, of I'm, the I'm gems. hoping I hoping we say that at some point. Well, yeah. Some sometime a, a repeat's gonna sneak by us, and that's gonna be humiliating. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought about Dougie Doug McDermott. I didn't know if we. I thought we might have used it, but I was like, eh, he might have. Well, I feel like we haven't had anybody either yet try a repeat too. So it's like you know, first point, first time we get there, it's gonna open that door. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that that's gonna wrap up our show, guys. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. The whole shebang, Luke. Thank you for coming on. You had a good uh, good mix up for for NBA Tuesdays, but um, yeah, thanks sure. you guys for listening. And uh, me and Chris will be back tomorrow. To talk about uh, the Super Bowl preview, a couple off season conversations. Sean Payton uh, just got hired by the Broncos. We'll talk about that. So we're talking football tomorrow. But uh, until then, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good one.